Morning, church. Thanks for being here today. I hope you've had a blessed week. We continue our study of 1 John that we're calling Blessed Assurance because John writes because he wants us to know that we can have assurance of salvation. And I keep saying that maybe you didn't grow up that way. Maybe you didn't grow up with assurance. Maybe you were even told you can't have assurance. And John said, no, no, you can have assurance. So he wants us to know that we're saved. And he wants us to live like we're saved. And you can't live like you're saved if you don't know you're saved. So John's writing so that we can have assurance. Today I want to talk to you about false advertising. False advertising. With false advertising, you get false claims. We're familiar with false claims. A company will claim the benefits of buying their product. That They'll claim that you're getting a good deal or they'll claim that their product's better or they will claim that their product will perform better than other products. And then you buy the product only to discover they were making false claims. And that's very frustrating. I mean, think about all the things that you've purchased. Think about all the false claims that, that you and I have bought into and we've purchased those things, whether it's household products or financial investments or health products or clothing or technology or utilities or vehicles or jobs or vacation resorts. And we as Americans buy into those claims. Commercials make claims and magazines make claims and social media makes claims. I mean, think about all the advertising and claims just when it comes to weight loss. All the false claims when it comes to weight loss. Americans are willing to spend billions of dollars to lose weight. We're willing to try just about any product, which is not hard to believe because depending on the statistics that you read, 40% of Americans are overweight or obese. So we'll try just about anything and we'll buy just about anything and we'll believe just about anything which is easy because that, now you know why weight loss is such a, such a no-brainer big business. It's easy money because they know that we'll buy into their claims. Companies will use testimonials and before and after pictures and eat as much as you want and lose weight and it'll never come back. You can lose 25 pounds in a week. We buy into those claims, which is why we have something called the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. The Federal Trade Commission investigates those companies and those incidents for making false claims. At one time, they reviewed 300 weight loss ads, and they tested 218 dietary supplements, meal replacements, patches, creams, wraps, and other weight loss products, and they, re- they found and reported that of those companies were making at least one false claim, and 55% lacked adequate substantiation. Wow. False advertising. History is even saturated with false advertising. People who have claimed, people who have claimed, religious leaders who have claimed to be Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. I read that in the last 50 years, over 1,100 religious leaders all over the globe have claimed to be Jesus. False claims. False advertising and those false claims isn't just related to products we buy. It's not just related to religious leaders. John wants us to know false claims happen in the church 
with Christ followers. Even Christ followers make false claims. Let's read. We know that we've come to know Him if we obey His commands. Here it is. The man who claims, I know Him, but does not do what He commands is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But if anyone obeys His word, God's love is truly made complete in him. This is how we know we are in Him. Whoever claims, there it is again, to live in Him must walk as Jesus did. Dear friends, I'm not writing you a new command, but an old one, which you've had since the beginning. This old command's the message you've heard. Yet I'm writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in Him and you, because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother is still in the darkness. Whoever loves his brother lives in the light, and there's nothing in him to make him stumble. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. He does not know where he's going because the darkness has blinded him. John wants to talk to us in these verses about false advertising and those who claim to be Christ followers. Let me, let me show you again. From chapter 1 and chapter 2, if we claim to have fellowship with Him and yet walk in the darkness, if we claim to be without sin, if we claim we have not sinned, the one who claims, whoever claims, anyone who claims, so He wants to talk to us, Christ followers, people in the church who are making false claims. So, He says, the man who claims, the man who says, John wants wanted his readers to know, and he wants us to know, that there will always be people who make false claims. Religious leaders make false claims and claim to be Jesus. Christ followers make um, those false claims. People in the church, Christians, there will always be people who claim to be Christians, and there will always be people who claim to know God, and there will always be people who claim that they're going to heaven. And John said, I, I can tell you how you can know and how you can have that blessed assurance. A lot of people know the right talk and they don't have the right walk. They claim some things, but their lives don't illustrate that. And John's going to be very black and white, very plain, very simple when it comes to fellowship with God and claims of people and how we live. And he's going to make two points in these verses about false claims. Number one. People who claim to know God, obey God. Here's what he says. The man who claims, I know God, he says it kind of from a negative perspective, but does not do what he commands, is a liar and the truth is not in him. We know that we've come to know him if we obey his commands. So if you want to know if you're a real Christian, you know, we mentioned he's going to talk about fake Christians and real Christians, bogus Christians, real Christians. If you want to know if you're a real Christian, ask yourself, do I obey God's commands? I mean, it's yes or no. You do or you don't. How can I have blessed assurance of my salvation? Do I obey God's commands? Too many times we want to practice selective obedience. I'll be obedient when it feels good. I'll be obedient when I feel like it. I'll be obedient when it's convenient. I'll be obedient when I don't have anything else to do. And John says, don't live that way. Don't make those claims. 
don't claim to know God and live in disobedience. And he says, if you do, you're a liar. Wow. Wow. Real Christians obey even when they don't want to, even when it's difficult, even when it's costly, even when it's not convenient. Following Jesus doesn't mean I get to pick and choose what I follow. I get to pick and choose when it comes to obedience. The, the word is obey. It means to keep, to guard, to protect, to do what is commanded. Here's how Paul uses that same word. He says, I fought the good fight, I finished the race, I have kept, I've been obedient to. That's what the word is. It's more than just lip service. It's live service is what John wants us to know. It's more than just words. It's more than just claims. It's, it's more than just saying. John says you must live it out. And so John says there's a lot of Christians who pretend to be followers and they're just sayers. They're just claimers. They say they're a Christian, but there's no proof in the pudding. They claim to be a Christian and their lives say otherwise. They claim to be a Christian and continue to live in disobedience. They claim to be a Christian and bear no fruit. They claim to be a Christian, and yet they don't put to death anger and rage and malice and slander and filthy language. Wow. Again, John says, the man who claims, I know God, but does not do what he commands is a liar. John says actions speak louder than words. You can claim with your words. John says you really need to claim with your walk, with your obedience. John says just, just, just look at their lives. Just look at your life. We just need to look at our lives. And you've probably heard of the, the Truth in Lending Act. John's gonna, he's talking about the Truth in Living Act. So... If you're going to follow Jesus, if you're going to claim to be a Christ follower, there must be evidence in your life that you are obedient. So John says, stop making false claims and start being obedient. It's really simple. If you claim to be a Christian and you continue to be disobedient, continue to be disobedient, you're just making a false claim. Maybe that makes you feel better. Maybe that makes you justify what you're doing. And John said, you're a liar. Again, in verse 6. This is how we know we are in Him. Whoever claims to live in Him must walk as Jesus did. Anyone can claim, anyone can say, but John says it's about your walk. Remember in chapter 1, if we walk in the light as He is in the light, he says if we, we need to walk as Jesus did. So you need to ask yourself, if you want to have that assurance, you need to ask yourself, am I walking in the light? Is there sin in my life I have not confessed? Is there sin in my life that needs to be removed? Am I just walking to please myself or am I walking to please the Lord? Am I turning from the dark darkness more and more every day? John says, if you know God, you will obey God. Knowledge of God leads to obedience to God. So, he's talking about false claims. Many Christians will justify their actions, will justify their disobedience, and they'll say, well, God just wants me to be happy. That's a false claim. That's a false claim. Just to be honest, it's not about God. You just want to be happy. That's why you're doing what you're doing. When you say God just wants me to be happy, and then you live in disobedience, then you really don't know God. 
Because Paul says in Ephesians, find out what pleases God. Let me tell you what pleases God. It's not disobedience. It's not do whatever you want. It's living in obedience. So God is happy. God is pleased. God delights when we obey His commands. So John says, don't make that false claim. He makes a second point. He says, people who claim to be Christians live out love. Here's what he says. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother is still in the darkness. Whoever loves his brother lives in the light. Now we've mentioned John's going to use that word love a lot in his 105 verses. It's a short book. In 105 verses he uses the word love 45 times. And in an 18 verse stretch in chapters 4 and 5 he's going to use love 31 times. So we're going to come back to that. But John says you can't claim to be a Christian. You can't claim to be a Christ follower and hate your brother. You're making a false claim. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're not a real Christian. Here's what Jesus said. By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Jesus says an identifying mark of being a Christ follower is love. So the love we have for one another. So if we claim to be Christians, if we claim to be Christ followers, that's how the world identifies us. You cannot claim to know God and hate your brother because God is love. Here's what he says. If anyone obeys His word, God's love is truly made complete in him. Wow. If you claim to be a Christian, you'll obey God's word. And if you claim to be a Christian, you'll love your brother. Here's what he says. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother, still in the darkness. Whoever loves his brother lives in the light and there's nothing in him to make him stumble. Whoever hates his brother is in the darkness, walks around in the darkness, doesn't know where he's going because the darkness has blinded him. Listen, church, you you can claim to know all about God, still hate your brother. You can claim to know all of his commands and still hate your brother. You can claim to be a Christian and go to church your entire life, still hate your brother. So, let me just say, if you're sitting here today and claiming to be a Christ follower and harboring ill feelings towards a brother or you can't stand a brother or you hate a brother or you're carrying a grudge against a brother, John says, you're making a false claim. You're a liar. You can't claim to know God and hate. Here's what Jesus said. They asked him, Teacher, which is the greatest command? Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is the first and greatest command. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Or as the little fourth grader said, the the second is like it. You have to like it. You need to like it. You need to like loving one another. It's a whole lot funnier to me than it was y'all. Listen, when you love people, you want what's best for them. And you don't steal from them. And you don't badmouth them. And you don't harbor ill feelings towards them. You treat them the way God would treat them. You treat them the way God treats you. And again, we talked about selective obedience. You can't practice selective love. I will love you if you love me. 
I will love you if I get something out of it. I will love you if you're nice to me. That's not love. Love is, I will love you even if you don't love me. I will love you even if I don't get anything out of it. I will love you even if you badmouth me. Well, Richie, what kind of love is that? Hmm. God demonstrates His love for us in this while we were still sinners, disobedient, unlovable. Christ died for us. Check this out. Not only is God love, not only is His DNA love, not only did He demonstrate His love for us, but when we become Christians, He fills us with His love. We get a God-given love transfusion so we can learn to love one another. It may not happen overnight, but we need to start loving one another. So John says you can't claim to be a Christian and, and hate your brother. You can't claim to be in fellowship with God and out, out of fellowship with one another. I've mentioned to you before, I've known Christians for years and years and years and years and years who will sit across the aisle from each other and hate each other's guts and come to church, partake of the Lord's Supper. Let me, let me tell you how important this is, okay? Here's what Jesus says. If you're offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Let me make that plain for you. If you come to church and you're worshiping God and you hate a brother or you have something against a brother, you're spinning your wheels here. You're not doing any good. Leave worship and go make things right. God said, make things right with one another if you want to make things right with me. That's how important this is. You cannot claim to be a Christ follower and hate your brother. That's why love one another is repeated 12 times in the New Testament. I guess we didn't get it right the first time, or second, or third, or seven, or eight, or nine, or ten. Again, we'll visit this subject more because we hadn't even hit the meaty love passage in 1 John. But for now, John says, if you claim to be a Christian and you hate your brother, again, you're in the darkness, you walk around in the darkness, you don't know where you're going because the darkness has blinded you. False claims, false advertising. John says, stop claiming to know God and have fellowship with God if you're not going to follow His commands. Stop claiming to know God and being a Christ follower if you're just going to keep hating your brother. False claims. Stop making false claims. That's what John says. Are you making false claims about how you're living? Are you making false claims about knowing God but not being obedient? Are you making false claims and still harboring ill feelings towards a brother or sister? John says, listen, this is how you can know if you're a Christian. It's how you can know. It's real simple. It's not complicated. Are you obeying God? Are you loving your brothers and sisters? If you are, you can have assurance of your salvation. If you're not, you're just making false claims about being a Christ follower. And John says, stop making false claims. Let's love God. Let's love one another. Let's pray.